أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولما رأى المؤمنون الأحزاب قالوا هذا ما وعدنا الله ورسوله وصدق الله ورسوله وما زادهم إلا إيمانا وتسليما صدق الله العظيم الحمد لله وذفزل الله سبحانه وتعالى tonight being the 20th night of this Mubarak month of Ramadan we had the opportunity to complete the 21st 21st para 21st juz of the Quran Majid in the 21st juz there were four surahs that were recited we completed with surah al-ankabut and thereafter we recited surah al-rum the opening verses of surah al-rum Allah talks about when Rome was conquered by Persia Thereafter we recited Surah Al-Sajda After Surah Al-Rum we recited Surah Al-Luqman And thereafter we recited Surah Al-Sajda Surah Al-Luqman also there is a lot of explanation A lot of tafsir to be given Inshallah in the coming days if another gives opportunity We will discuss the lessons derived from Surah Al-Luqman After Surah Al-Luqman we recited Surah Sajda Many of us are aware of the are familiar with Surah Al-Sajda and we find that the habit of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that Nabi Akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam would not go to sleep until he recited Suratul Mulk and Suratul Sajda, and Nabi Akram sallallahu used to normally recite it between Maghrib and Isha. After Suratul Sajda, we recited Suratul Ahzab, and that is the surah that we are going to discuss today, Suratul Ahzab. Suratul Ahzab, Ahzab means groups. And the groups being discussed here is for our understanding a better word that we can understand word means coalition where different parties form a coalition. Another meaning or another word for Ahzab or Ahzab means Ahzab is referring to the battle that took place in the time of Rasulullah Ghazatul Ahzab and another meaning or another name for the battle of Ahzab is battle of the trench Ghazwatul Khandak now some brief history regarding the battle of Ahzab as we know when Nabi Akram went to Medina Munawara there were three Jewish tribes that resided there one was the Banu Qainuka one is the Banu Nazir and one was the Banu Qurayza when the Sahaba went there Nabi Akram went there then they signed a peace treaty with them that they will live with each other in harmony, in peace, and they will assist each other. If there was any war or any attack taking place towards them, then they will assist each other. And this was the pact that they had amongst them. So the three tribes, Banu Qainuqa, Banu Qurayza, and Banu Nazir. However, the first tribe broke their treaty after the battle of Badr, and they were expelled from Madinah Munawara. Now the second tribe, Banu Nazir, they also, they lived in harmony with the Sahaba. However, in the fifth year of Hijrah, they also made a plan to harm the beloved of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So they devised a plan, and they requested Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to come to their dwellings. Their dwellings were approximately four shari miles from where Masjid Nabawi, from where the Sahaba resided, very very short distance. So they requested Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to come in mediate in a personal matter that they had. 
Rahmatulil Alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ready to assist any, any person from any walk of life. So Nabi Akram sallallahu went to assist the Jews in a matter that they had called Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa for. However, it was not really their plan to call Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to assist them. But, na'uzu billah ma'azallah, it was their plan to kill the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Ta'ala inspired upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding their plan and immediately Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thereafter returned. And Nabi Akram sallallahu sent a sahabi to inform them that we are well aware of what you had planned and they admitted to it. So Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave them an ultimatum that they should leave Madinah Munawwara because they had now broken their peace treaty. And he gave them a time also, to a time frame to leave Medina. So they left Medina Munawwara. But after leaving Medina, they now began planning an attack upon the Muslims. So they went first to Makkah al-Mukarramah. And we know Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, five years prior to that, was banished from Makkah al-Mukarramah. And the kuffar were always looking to now attack Medina again. So they went to the mushrikeen, the Jews who were Ahli Kitab. They were in their own way, obviously they, they were practicing a book that was not the original book, but they were still people of the book. And they believed in Allah and in their own concocted way, they were following it. They were followers of the Torah. So they went to the mushrikeen, idol worshippers. The Quraysh, the Kuffar of Makkah were idol worshippers. So they went there and they began discussing with them in order to strengthen their army and launch an attack against the Muslims. So the mushrikeen of Makkah, they were very surprised. Muslims are people of the book. The Jews are also people of the book. And here you are coming to form a coalition with idol worshippers. So it was not something normal. So first thing the mushrikeen asked them, they tell us, is that which Muhammad wasallam inviting towards more closer towards your religion or more beloved to you or that which we are worshipping. In other words, we are worshipping idols. Is that more closer to you? 360 idols, Lat, Manat, Hubal, Uzza, all were present in the Kaaba at that time. Is that more closer towards the religion? So the Jews even went to this extent and said that no, the idols are even more closer to our religion than that which Muhammad wasallam is calling towards. Islam and the, and the deen, the kitab, etc., is, is not what is closer to us but the idols. So like that they sold their own religion. Thereafter they formed a coalition with other tribes. The Banu Ghatfan tribe and other tribes also surrounding Makkah al-Mukarramah. They formed an army with them. And now a very very large army of 12,000 was now going to prepare and launch an, an attack on Madinah Munawwara. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam heard about this army coming. So Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi consulted with the Sahaba that how we are going to defend Makkatul Madinah Munawwara from this large army that is coming. Hazrat Salman Farsi radiallahu anhu, whom we had discussed earlier on in the seventh part of the Quran, his, how he accepted Islam. So he suggested to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that in Persia when they used to fight, then they used to dig large trenches to defend themselves. Nabi Akram liked this idea and the Sahaba now began digging this large trench. It was in very very difficult times that they were digging this trench. There was drought in Madinah Munawwara, there was hunger, there was famine, there was shortage of food. 
And the Sahaba went through a lot of difficulty in, in digging this trench. But whilst they were digging this trench, many miracles of Rasulullah were witnessed. The Sahaba were busy digging this trench, and at one stage they came to Rasulullah and they told Rasulullah that there is no food, we are going through a lot of hunger. Some of the Sahaba showed Nabi Karim that they had stones tied to their bellies to pacify their hunger and to make them feel as if they were full. They tied stones to their bellies. Nabi Karim looked at the Sahaba and thereafter Nabi Karim lifted up his own Mubarak garment and he showed the Sahaba that he did not have one but he had two stones tied to his belly. Such was the difficulty, such was the hardship that they were enduring while they were digging the trench. While they were digging the trench, the Sahaba with happiness, نَحْنُ الَّذِينَ بَايِعُوا مُحَمَّدًا عَلَى الْجِهَادِ مَا بَقِينَا أَبَدًا We are those group of people that have pledged allegiance to Rasulullah wasallam, and we will remain striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will continue to remain striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they should sing other nazams and others, other poetry which are mentioned that Lola Allah Mahtadina Wala Sallina Wala Tasaddaqna Wathabitil Akdama in in Laqina that had it not been for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether no if there was no Allah, that we would not have been rightly guided, we would not have given charity, we would not have performed salah, we would not have spent in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But they make dua to Allah Ta'ala for Allah Ta'ala to keep them steadfast upon deen and to assist them. And like that they continued digging. And the mu'ajizahs of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa were witnessed. Once the sahaba came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and they advised the Nabi of Allah, there is a very very large boulder. We are unable to break it. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa goes to them, and there was a large boulder there. So Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took an axe, and he struck it with one blow. Sahaba mentioned that the first blow that Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa struck it, a large spark came out which illuminated both ends of Medina Munawwara. And Nabi Akram recited Allahu Akbar. Nabi Akram struck it with a second blow. Another large spark was illuminated. Nabi Akram recited Allahu Akbar. And the third blow, Nabi Akram struck that boulder. That entire boulder was reduced to dust and ashes. Thereafter, the Sahaba inquired from Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi are different interpretations. One interpretation is this. Then Nabi Karim mentioned that when I struck the first uh, when I struck the first blow, Allah Ta'ala showed me that the, the palaces of Qusro and it was said to me that soon this will fall into the hands of the believers. The second blow, the palaces of of uh, of, of Qaysar was shown to me, and it was said to me that this would soon fall into the hands of the believers also. The Munafiqin, when they heard this, they began laughing and mocking at the believers. That here, you are suffering. An army of 12,000 is about to come and overpower Medina. And Nabi Akrim is talking about conquering Rome and conquering Persia and conquering Yemen and conquering Sham according to the different narrations. So they used it and they mocked Rasulullah We find that in the time of Hazrat Umar this prophecy of Rasulullah became true and these all these countries were conquered. Hazrat Abu Huri mentioned on that occasion that now the keys are falling, of these cities are falling into our, into our hands. The keys of these cities were already given to the hands of Rasulullah during the lifetime of Rasulullah when Nabi Karim had prophesied it. 
Like that the Sahaba were going through difficulty, this army now approached and they saw this large trench. They were unable to cross it. So they camped outside Madinah Munawwara and they effectively laid siege to Madinah. Amongst them there was a warrior whose name was Amr ibn Wud. He was a very very fierce warrior, very very strong and powerful fighter. He was injured in the battle of Badr, he could not participate in Uhud and he had a revenge against the believers. So he managed to somehow dive into that trench. And as he dived into the trench, and like that arrows were being exchanged from side to side, but there was no real warfare taking place. When Amr ibn Wood went into the trench, now he began challenging. Is there anyone from the believers who is ready to come and fight me? So Hazrat Ali Radina took permission from Rasulullah and he went to fight him. Amr ibn Wood, armed to the teeth, head to toe, with strong weaponry and strong armor. So he could not see who came. So he inquires that who is it? So he mentions, Ali Radina mentions that Ali ibn Abi Talib. So Amr ibn Wood says that you are a youngster, a child. I do not wish to fight you. Rather I would like to meet one of your uncles or someone senior. So Hazrat Ali Radha replies that, but I want to kill you. Amr ibn Wood became so upset that with one blow he struck Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhu. Hazrat Ali was quick to react. He reacted with his shield, but he broke the shield of Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhu in one blow. But Hazrat Ali radiallahu retaliated and now they began exchanging. Nabi Akrim and the Sahaba above the trench, they cannot see what is happening. All they can see is blows being exchanged and dust from one side to another. They can see two people fighting but they do not know what is happening. And this continued for a while and after a short while, Nabi Akrim and the Sahaba as the dust settled, they heard Hazrat Ali shouting, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, the enemy of Allah has been destroyed. And thereafter they saw the body of Amr ibn Wood lying at the feet of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and Allah ta'ala had given Hazrat Ali a victory over this. So after this body was taken away, the kuffar of Makkah, they requested and they sent a very very large sum in exchange for the body of Amr ibn Wood. Nabi Akrim Sassan told them that they did not want anything in exchange. Your money is cursed and this person is cursed also and they returned the body back. Like that, the kuffar remained there for one month, siege was laid on Madinah Munawwara. Another witness of Rasul, another miracle of Rasulullah Sallallahu was witnessed. As I mentioned, they were going through a lot of hunger. So Hazrat Jabir then goes home and he mentions to his wife that Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba, I can see hunger. They have not eaten for days. They do not have any food. Is there anything at home that we can assist? So she says that all we have is little bit of dough, little bit of flour to make bread or wheat to make bread, and we have this small animal of ours. So he slaughtered that animal, and he instructed her to cook, and make some bread and meat. And before he left home, his wife explicitly told him, there was a large army of Sahaba also, approximately 1,000. So his wife tells him that, do not humiliate me in front of Rasulullah So he understood now there's food enough for a few people, so he goes to Rasulullah and he tells Nabi Salaam, they don't be of Allah, there is food at home for you and a few of the Sahaba. Nabi Akrim inquired from him that what do you have? So he explained to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi a little bit of meat and a little bit of bread. Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam loudly calls out to the entire army of Sahaba that O Jamaat of Sahaba, Hazrat 
Jabir radiallahu anhu has invited you all to come and partake from his home. Hazrat Jabir radiallahu anhu is now worried and finished. His wife gave him instructions, do not disgrace me. And now Nabi Akram Sazam calls the entire jamaat of sahaba, 1000 men, food sufficient for a few sahaba. So immediately he goes home and he explains to her what happened. And she also is a bit worried. But thereafter they realize that this is Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Nabi Akram sallallahu came and he gave them instructions that keep the pot closed. Nabi Akram comes, applies his Mubarak saliva on the bread and in the pot. And Nabi Akram sallallahu with his own Mubarak hand began serving the Sahaba, taking bread, putting meat inside, giving each Sahabi food. And every Sahabi ate to his full. And still to the food did not become finished. There was another miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that was witnessed at the time of Ghazwatul Ahzab or Ghazwatul Khandaq as we know it. And thereafter, they continued exchanging arrows, etc. Thereafter, the Munafikin, their hypocrisy was shown also that they left, they deserted the believers, they went back to their families, etc. And the Iman of the Sahaba was tested at this time, but they passed it with flying colors. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran, مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ رِجَالٌ صَدَقُوا مَا عَهَدُ اللَّهَ عَلَيْهِ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ قَضَى نَحْبَهُ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَنْتَظِرُ وَمَا بَدَّلُوا تَبَدِيلًا There are two groups from among the Sahaba. One who already fulfilled their covenant and their pact that they will remain upon Islam, they will remain steadfast in whatever conditions that are placed with them. And the other is those that are still going to place uh, still going to carry out their covenant that they place with Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And thereafter, friends and elders, we find that Allah Ta'ala granted the Muslims victory. A large windstorm came. Such a large windstorm came that began flying, sand began flying into their eyes. Their, while they were cooking, their pots now became overturned. Their food became, uh, f- began falling down. Their pots began falling upon, uh, upon them. They could not see what was happening. Their animals began dying. Eventually Abu Sufyan, who was a leader of the kuffar, he climbed upon his animal and he told them that I am now heading back to Makkah. And the others began following suit. And it was like a loss for the kuffar. And thereafter they returned back to Makkah al-Mukarramah. And the Yahud who had formed this coalition with the kuffar, they also now departed. So this was the lesson that Allah Ta'ala taught us that Nabi Akrim Sassam and the Sahaba remain steadfast on deen and they remain steadfast upon the help, uh, anticipating the help from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. One ayat we had recited in the Taraweeh tonight in this very same surah in between this incident, Allah Ta'ala mentions that لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا that for you in the Rasul of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa is the perfect example. لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرَةِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَلَمَّا رَأَى الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الْأَحْزَابِ قَالُوا هَذَا مَا وَعَدَنَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ وَصَدَقَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ وَمَا زَادَهُمْ إِلَّا إِمَانُ وَتَسْلِمًا That in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is a perfect example. And what that means is in every aspect of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa you will definitely find success and you will definitely be, be rightly guided. And Allah Ta'ala mentions that after following this way, when the believers saw this army is coming, they said, this is what Allah and His Rasul had promised us. وَمَا زَادَهُمْ إِلَّا إِمَانُ وَتَسْلِيمًا It increased them in their iman. 
So friends and elders, we take this lesson from this incident of Rasul, incident from the time of Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned in the Quran Majid that to remain steadfast upon Sunnah, to remain steadfast upon Deen, to remain steadfast upon the teaching of Islam, and inshallah that is our success. May Allah grant us all success. Wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.